Live from downtown Boogertown, it's Three Hillbillies on a Couch with your hosts, Boo Boo, Biggins, and Buford, three of the hillbillies in the holler. Y'all pull up a chair and set a spell. Alrighty, welcome back to glorious downtown Boogertown. I'm Buford. I'm Boo Boo. That makes me begging. And you're listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch. And first of all, we'd just like to thank everybody who's been listening. We, we get more listeners, new listeners every week. And uh, we appreciate you. Those ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts really help. So if you're having a good time, you're enjoying the show, please take a minute and review us there. There are other services where you can get the, the podcast, but Apple's the one that's got the really good review system. And that's how other people find the podcast. So please help us out with those ratings and reviews. Also remember, you can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. You can also follow us at, uh, at Moonshiner's Life and at Meet Buford. So, but please check out all of our social media stuff. And our new website. We've got hillbilliesintheholler.com and .us. Absolutely. And Ooh, yeah. we've got a special public, uh, uh, public appearance we're going to be doing here in a couple weeks. It's a hanging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was actually mandated by the court, so uh, they brought it back just for biggins. We had to bring our own. We had to bring our own rope. <laughs> no, we're going to be at Hazard Fest in Greenville, Tennessee, on October eighth and 9th. and uh, going to be a lot of the cast of uh, the uh, Dukes of Hazard there. Also, the cast of Chips uh, and uh, Duck Dynasty. Uh, Uncle Sai is going to be there. Ginger Billy, uh, Cletus T. Judd, a whole bunch Ricky of other Skaggs, people. Ricky Skaggs. Oh yes, Mark Lawson. And we're the comedy. And yeah, we're going to be part of the comedy of that. So come and see us. We'll be performing live on stage and we'll have a booth set up where we're going to be selling t-shirts and ball caps and stickers and taking pictures with you, visiting with you. And also we're going to have Biggins Moonshine. And it's legal. It's legal moonshine. They're already saying there's there's going to be already with ticket sales no less than 20,000. And they're looking for this to be a huge yearly event. Come and check it out if you're in East Tennessee, October 8th and 9th. It's at the Paragrounds in Greenville, Tennessee. Go to hazardfest.com for info. That's H-A-Z-Z-A-R-D-F-E-S-T.com. Well, it's been a day, hasn't it? Son, it's been a couple of days. Sitting around here figuring out what we're going to do on this podcast, I said, well, laws a day. Let's just talk about what happened yesterday. <laughs> Good night. What a day. I have laughed all day long at you bigots. He- oh, let's save that to last. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a teaser right there, that's isn't it? That's a teaser. What happened to Biggins yesterday is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my he life. He called me at 6 a.m. in the morning. He said, let me tell you what happened at 4 a.m. I have not stopped laughing for two hours, and we'll end with we'll, that. We'll, so there's your teaser. We'll close with that one. I, we'll, we'll start with mine because mine's probably the least funny of all of them. It's still pretty doggone funny. And then we can tell about what happened to you. Oh, wow. Well, but, all right. So as y'all know, or may not know, uh, the three of us make our living uh, doing, you know, this. and and, and uh, But also, we are tour guides on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tours in the Smoky Mountains. There's also Redneck Comedy Bus Tours in Nashville. Go to theredneckbus.com for tickets. Which, by the way, we just won an award. Oh, we did, absolutely. We uh, In uh, July, June and July, they did a, a thing on PigeonForge.com for the best businesses. And we had been nominated in two categories, and we won them both. Best new business and best tour business. So we're very proud of that. And right. it was because of folks like you that have gone on our tours and voted for us. We appreciate that. <clears throat> but 
anyway, so yeah, we do that. Uh, we've got tours every day at 10 o'clock and one o'clock. And then sometimes we've got night tours, especially at Christmas time. We're going to be doing the Christmas lights tours and, but Those are uh, fun. I like the karaoke with the people. On yeah, that's Christmas a hoot. Too. That I have fun. a blast doing them. But, and five million lights. <laughs> five million lights. But now here, here's the thing, folks. First of all, when you go on a comedy tour bus, we want you to make noise. We want you to laugh and, and hoot and holler and have a good time. But there's a difference. I, 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 it's, it's like a baseball game. When you go to the baseball game, they encourage you to bring a glove so you can catch a ball. You shouldn't bring a bat so you can hit the ball back. That's a good point. And that's there's a fine line. I think I know where he's going. Between <laughs> being there and have fun and being there to be a comedian. Don't go on a comedy bus tour thinking, oh, I'm going to show these people how it's done. I've been doing this 30 years. See? I don't. I don't need. I don't need somebody who. If I ask you, big bat. If I ask you, got a big bat. Exactly. If I if I ask you where you're from, don't say my mama, because every comedian has heard that five thousand times. You're not going to shock us. You're not going to shock us with it. It ain't funny. And a lot of comedians have got some really dirty comebacks to that that do not treat your mother with a lot of respect. Now, we don't do that on the Redneck Comedy Bus Tour. We try to keep it clean. But so help us. But one the, more person. But the, but the comedian inside me is chomping at the bit. When you say we, you mean y'all, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Biggs is over here waiting on lightning to strike. He's yeah. right. Biggs like, you got a mouse in your pocket? You ain't talking for me. But yeah. So, like, so, just come and have, come to have fun. Come to have fun. Come to laugh, but don't come trying to be the comedian. We've already got the job and we've got the microphone. So, you know, as and one bad one comedian said, you first time you do it, I'm gonna zing you and everybody's gonna laugh. Second time you do it, I'm gonna zing you and everybody's gonna be looking at you like you're kind of a jerk. And then the third time you you know, your girlfriend ain't gonna kiss you. You know <laughs> so but anyway, so just uh it says a lot when you're married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yesterday I had and these people might be listening to the podcast. I don't know if you are. Well, I'm not gonna say your name, so you know who, know you, who are. you are, but you know who you are. <laughs> we had a family get on the bus yesterday. And this dear sweet woman, she was a grandmother, she was sitting with her husband first, and her granddaughter was sitting somewhere else, and, and uh, all the way up to the to the first stop at the uh, distillery, she was talking to me. Every time I would ask a question of the crowd, you know, I'd say, has anybody ever heard about blah, blah, blah? You know, and the, and the answer to that is right. somebody, if you have, goes, yeah, I've heard of it. But if, you, if the answer is no, you don't have to answer. It's a rhetorical question. It doesn't demand an answer. But this woman felt that she needed to answer every question I asked very loudly. For has everybody been on the tour? No. For everybody. So, yeah, I was like, well, ma'am, have you... If you uh, asked everybody on the bus, did you take a poll before I got on here? And so, uh, but, and then she just felt like she needed to commentate on what was going on around her, which would have been fine, except she was sitting in the front seat and talking at full volume. So I'm talking about way over here used to be where the uh, Fort Ware was. This is where the, uh, they had the elephant that used to get out all the time. And she's going, that's a pancake house over there. We should try that one. Hey, I think we ought to go to that go-kart place. Like full volume the whole time. And her poor husband, he didn't say a word. You can tell by the look in his eye, he ain't said a word in 40 years. He just yeah. said, like a whipped He's pup. He's like, kill me now. <laughs> He's sitting there like a whipped pup. But then it got worse because after we stopped at the uh, at the distillery, they switched seats and her granddaughter sat with her. And her granddaughter, well, the apple didn't fall far from the tree of the tree after her or whatever. But, yeah, she talked with her grandmother full blast the whole way back. And it was even worse because the teenager was wearing earbuds. 
Oh, like, don't buy me. Yeah. He had idea how hard it is to maintain your script while somebody's doing something. And she's pointing stuff out. We're going down the spur. And she goes, points at the river, goes, water. Yeah, it's water, lady. We all know what's in the river. Yeah, you did it. There's rocks and fish in there, too. Can I do my time? One more step. You can do it. Come on. I've, I've, I've actually said to people in the past, women will just start talking to their husband in the middle of the tour, you know, full of life. But uh, lady, he gets to listen to you all the time. <laughs> He's paid good money to listen to me just this one day. And he really don't even want to listen to you. He was just hoping she would shut the hell up. Exactly. <laughs> For two hours that he could right. just listen two to somebody else. Quiet. <laughs> I'll tell you what, son. <laughs> hey, ma'am, we know your value. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you. It's $70. It's $70. Your value is $70. Shut up. Every one of them people. This is another thing that tickles me. Folks get on the bus yeah. every day, and I know you guys have heard this. They'll get on the bus, and a woman will turn to her husband who's walking behind her and go, where you want to sit? Not one time have I ever heard a man say third from the back on the left. Uh, we don't care, women. Uh, they always just say wherever sit you want down to. And yeah. I'll sit with you. It's just like the dinner debate. Where do you want to have dinner, honey? Oh, anything's fine. Well, let's get Mexican. I had Mexican for lunch. Well, let's get spaghetti. I'm not really feeling spaghetti. Well, what do you want? Anything's fine. No, we've determined that two things are not fine. You know, here, but I figured it out, boys. I've been married a long time. I've got this figured out. <laughs> Here's how you handle it. <laughs> Honey, I'm taking you out to dinner tonight. I'm going to give you three guesses where we're going. First place she mentions, that's where Nailed you're going. Oh, you, you got know. it every time. Get uh, out of my you're brain. You're a genius. Uh, Get out of my brain. You're a genius. Uh, <laughs> that's what they tell me. Oh, my goodness. That's what the paperwork says. <laughs> that's what the paperwork says. Boy, that was a rough I don't know what month they is. Son, yeah. had like Cro-Magnum or something like that. On it. So I'm getting, <laughs> I get done. We, we usually, like if there's two tours in a day, 10 o'clock, 1 o'clock, one of us will do both of them because it just makes sense to come to town and do it. But here recently, we've been splitting some of them up. I've been doing the 10 and Boo-Boo's been doing the 1. So I get done with the 10 o'clock tour, get done, it's right about noon, there's an hour break, but I'm getting ready to get off the bus and Boo-Boo comes running on the bus and says, you ain't going to believe what happened to me. And we're going to tell you about it right after this. Do you walk through the forest with an eye open for the unknown? Do you believe that Bigfoot is out there somewhere? He may be hiding, but you don't have to. Let the world know you believe. Visit BigfootSearchGear.com for the largest collection of apparel and gifts for Bigfoot enthusiasts. Bigfoot t-shirts, hats, stickers, signs, and keychains, as well as Sasquatch hot sauce. It'll make you howl like a Yeti. Go to BigfootSearchGear.com and enter promo code HILLBILLIES at checkout for 10% off. Free shipping to anywhere in the U.S. on orders over $25. BigfootSearchGear.com And we're back. So, boo-boo. I chased you down. I chased the bus down right before the he bus did. left. I said, I, I, they ain't going to believe this. <laughs> Biggins ain't even told you. Well, I done went up. Oh, you're going to love this. I don't know, because you're doing that ghost hunting and everything and all that good stuff. It's going to freak you out. So I do the Smith Morning Variety Show, and at we've got the Country Tonight Theater, at the Country Multi Million Dollar, the biggest theater in town, Country Tonight Theater. 
And we've got buses and buses and tour buses of people there, a big audience out there. And I'm about to sing a song that I hadn't sung in 23 years, my hit. Everybody's got to have their hit. So this is my hit. About 24, 25 years ago, I had a hit that did real good for me. And the song was called Angels Among Us. Becky Hobbs wrote it. Great song. And I was forced, blessed to introduce it. Anyway, uh, a situation where uh, I got to perform it. And uh, I've always wanted to bring it back out. And so yesterday was the day. So I go out and say, this is a fact of my hand, that true story. These people out there in that audience, I'm looking at them. So I'm thinking, I got to set this song up. So I go out there talking about my grandmother's, my grandma. Now listen, my grandmother, best friend I ever had in my life. <coughs> I love my grandmother. I went, even when I was little, I never thought about age. I never thought about relatives being old or, or you know, differences between, cause she was the best friend I had. When other kids were out there cruising and everything, I, on Fridays and Saturday nights, I was at my gurney's house where she'd pop me some popcorn and we'd sit there and watch TV. We'd watch Dukes of Hazard and Dallas and Falcon Crest and all them shows. And <laughs> she taught me how to sing and taught me harmony. And she funny as all get out. And so I'm setting up that song, Angels Among Us. And I said, now, if there's ever an angel among us, this is my grandmother. I loved her. I had my own room. I couldn't wait Fridays and Saturdays. Even though all my buddies was out there wanting me to go with them, I wanted to spend time with my gurney. I love my gurney. I said, and I sat down there and I said, gurney, you know, I hear people talking about, uh, you know, uh, the good old days. Tell me about the good old days. And my, and here I am standing on this multi-million dollar stage, the biggest theater in, in the Smoky Mountains, a country night theater on the edge, looking like a million bucks out there on the edge of the stage. And I've got that microphone in my hand. And I said, and I asked gurney, I said, gurney, Tell me about the good old days. I said, my gurney looked at me and she said, you mean the good old days when uh, we didn't have air conditioning? You talking about those good old days when uh, we didn't have running water? Or are you talking about them good old days we didn't have electricity? I no more said that the power went out in the building. Pitch black <laughs> for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> Solid black. Nothing. I can't see them. They can't see me. And they, the crowd is, oh, they're, they're applauding. They think it's part of the show. You know, they're, they're stunned. They're like, this is great. And I'm like, that's my grandmother. You know, <laughs> she, my she's going to give the whole here. audience a taste of the good old days. Well, she's going to give you a taste of good old days right now. So they got their, uh, cell phones out with their flashlight pointed at me. And the band, the band comes around there and they got their, uh, uh, flashlights on their phones. They're all pointing at my face. And, and there I am standing there in the dark for 10 minutes. And I had a little lady from New York. She says, I'm a little Catholic lady from New York. She was 97 years old. And she said, your grandmother just said hi to you today. And buddy, I just, that was a powerful moment for me. The odds, what are the odds? Look, when you go through that whole thing yeah. and you get to the word electricity and everything, yeah. the owner of the building and everything flew out of his office. He's never had that happen. I, He's like, what's going on? I mean, black, it, everything's gone. Sound right. system's gone. Yeah. Lights are gone. Everything's black for 10 minutes. What did you do uh, you during those 10, 10 minutes? I yelled. <laughs> I, I, I did. I just told, told more, you know, just cut told up. Told more yeah. stories till the lights came yeah. on. Till the lights then came you on. Sang the song. Then I sang the song. And when I sung Angels Among Us, if you've ever heard a song, it's a beautiful song. A deaf girl on the front row 
stood up and did sign language to it, and they wasn't a dry eye in a place. Oh, it was a I, powerful moment. I, well, now, was she, was, and you told me this earlier, and I got to thinking about it. If she was deaf, she couldn't hear what you were well, saying. Well, she was legally deaf. She but, could she could hear like them the sound system. If I was standing in front of her, because I did talking to her, she can't hear me. Okay, but she could hear the sound system. So she was able to hear yeah. what you were saying, yes. and singing it through yes. the mic. Yes, and she signed it. She could hear the sound system, but she couldn't hear if I was standing in front of her talking to her. That's beautiful. Wow. She was legally dead, and she stood up, and they wasn't a dry in a place that so she signed did the sign language to the angels among us. Wow. So I, that's one of the moments I w- really wish I had on on film because uh, yeah. out of them hundreds and hundreds of people, everybody, grown men crying. I mean, it was just a powerful well, moment. Eight country tonight, do they record it every day? Like no, no, shows? no. This is the Smith Morning Variety Show. Oh, yeah. Wednesdays yeah. and Thursdays, you know. And then, yeah. of course, I got to get done there. And I'm headed <laughs> down to get on the 1 o'clock tour with the Redneck Comedy Bus and get down there. And I've got a lady that's triggered. Everything and, and I know that's a serious thing. People get triggered. I understand that. I have but Dad Burn, you know, uh, we used to have a thing when we were little called "Grow Up," you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, you don't know where somebody's coming from. You'd never walk a mile in their shoes. I don't know, so I don't want to make fun of her anyway because I don't know where she's coming from. I don't. I don't care. She you don't come care. On my bus. She comes on. My bus. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh no, she thought got, every, she thought everything I said was offensive. Yeah. Really? Yes. Everything now, you said now, was listen, offensive? Yes. Now listen, I, now I'm going to go on the record right now saying that my buddy Boo Boo doesn't say anything, anything offensive. Yeah. I say a few things that might be offensive. Well, and everything big And everything I talk about offends somebody. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but I can't even imagine. I mean, if you're getting offended by Boo Boo, you better not watch any Disney movies because you're going to get yeah. triggered. I mean, uh, that's... That's insane. Look, if somebody come up to me and said, boo-boo punched a nun in the face, the first question I would have is, what did the nun do to boo-boo? Right, exactly. <laughs> that, what did that, she do to yeah, deserve it? Yeah. Because it had to be something. Yeah, this is the man. I mean, he don't, he don't do... Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. You going to make me cry. I can't... But listen, I was, you. listen, I was talking about buffaloes. And then I was talking about eating buffaloes, and she was a, a vegan. You know, nothing wrong being vegan, but she's one of those anti anybody. I mean, she wants to make a point that you're a loser, you know, if you eat meat. Oh my God. You know, she was, look, you know, so she, she was mad at you because yes, you eat cause, meat. Yes, because I eat meat. And I'm like, well, yeah, I don't Folks, care. Folks, let's just, let's just talk about this. I'd had nine barbecue stories after that one. Oh, everything I, I talked about. Listen, the I double down. You know how? <laughs> I mean, they ain't no apologizing. Some point, you just got to double down right. because I was talking about the 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 bison and the and and, and the and, and she was just like, oh oh oh, I never, I never, oh oh, I can't believe they're they're endangered. While you're they, talking, yes. Well, by I'm the t- way, no, they're not endangered. They're not endangered. Not, not even close. close. Not even close. They are. I said, in the field with them. <laughs> <laughs> They, they were endangered at one yeah. point, but they've bounced back. But that's ridiculous. Oh, I know. And well, here, here's the thing, folks. This was going to say this: the, our entire culture. This is a message from Buford to you. People are allowed to have a different opinion than their than yours, and people are allowed to think differently than you. And you don't have to uh, become militant just because somebody has a different opinion than you. You do what you think is best for you, <laughs> as Kevin Hart says. You do you, boo boo. <laughs> you do you, but you don't have to make me do you because I'm not you. I'm me, and I'm going to do me. I, I, you leave my stuff alone, I'll leave your stuff alone. I nip all yeah. this in the bud at the very beginning of my tour. The do first you, thing really? I tell them, 
I say, I'm Buford. I'm a stand-up comedian. I've been doing that for 30 years. I've been a tour guide up here in the Smokies off and on for over 20 years. I'm going to tell you some jokes today. If I hurt anybody's feelings, sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, suck it up, buttercup. Good. And I get applause. I got your money. I don't give a damn. I get applause. Get I get applause. Whatever you want to do. And then whatever. I tell them, and I say, I'm going to tell you some facts about the area, and I'm going to tell you some straight-up lies. And then if I get any f- fact wrong and somebody says, oh, well, Mount Macon is actually not the tallest mountain in the eastern United States. I, go, I never said that. I told you I was going to lie. That was one of my lies. Yeah. You know, just you got, I had a guy the other day get mad at me oh, because I said that the – or he didn't get mad at me. He just got kind of crappy with me. And I hate these kind of self-appointed, you know, uh, mm-hmm. sensors that are going to smarten everybody else up. Mm-hmm. But I mentioned that the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the only national park in the country that you can get into for free. You have to right. pay to get in all the others. Well, no, I can get into the Bay of Biscay for free because I can just ride my boat into the Bay of Biscay National Park and not have to pay. They don't have toll boots out in the water. And I was like, did you go to the office on land? Did you go into the National Park gate in the land? Because there you're going to have to pay. Well, yes, but I can get into the park. <laughs> I said, okay, buddy, I tell you what, I'll take that out of the tour. And anything else anybody else complains about, I'm going to take out of the tour. And pretty soon my tour is going to be, hi, I'm Buford. Y'all enjoy the scenery. I'm not allowed to say anything because all of these self-appointed people have t- told me I can't say all these certain things. It's not going to be a lot of fun. No, they tell me I can't say it every day, so I do it anyway. Yeah, you do it anyway. Well, like that lady, lady she's throwing a fit yeah. down there, and, I, and I, I'm talking about eating buffalo. And I'm like, how many of y'all ever had buffalo? And oh, she's just like, oh, oh. Oh, that dramatic. Yes. In front of everybody. In front of everybody. I said, ma'am, I said, have you never had buffalo? Oh, never. She's going off. And I said, and there's like three hands went up. I said, it's lean meat. It's delicious. I don't eat meat. Oh, my. And, you know, she's just like, that's caveman day. I mean, she's just really uh, adamant about where she stood. If that happened at my tour, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, remember back in the beginning when I said, suck it up, buttercup? Mm -hmm. Suck it up. Well, here's what I did. I looked at her. I said, ma'am. I'm going to take it that you've never had buffalo or ate buffalo. And you probably don't know what buffalo tastes like. And she goes, no, and I never would. And that's why I tell you what it tastes like. With enough garlic and lemon, it tastes a little like a bald eagle. (laughs) (laughs) She went nuts. (laughs) Bus is rolling. They're having a good time. And I stopped. I said, now, seriously, you can eat bald eagles. You can get a license for it. Anybody on here ever ate a bald eagle? And nobody raised their hand. I said, nobody. You can get a license, and they'll let you have so many. You can eat a bald eagle. Oh, she was, oh, literally almost tears in her eyes. She was snorting and snotting and grabbing her husband's arm. I thought she was going to panic. I said, ma'am, don't worry. You don't have to eat a bald eagle. But just so you know, it tastes like a spotted owl. (laughs) (laughs) You had the Gatlinburg Chamber of Commerce on that (laughs) They loved it. That's awesome. I'm dying. Oh. Well, y'all, as funny as that was, you ain't going to believe this next one. Oh, my goodness. And this just yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. And this all happened in one day. Yeah, we're just venting about yesterday. Thanks for being there. Oh, my goodness. Saves money on our doctor bills. Money yesterday lasted the full 24 hours. Wait. You're going to need some coffee for this one. Wait until you hear what happened to Biggie. right after this. And today's episode is brought to you by coffeeandsugar.com. That's K-A-W-F-E-E-A-N-D-S-U-G-A-R, coffeeandsugar.com. 
Home of Granny's Hillbilly Coffee, some of the best coffee you'll ever drink. If you use promo code HOLLER at checkout, you'll save 15% off orders of $29 or more. Visit coffeeandsugar.com and tell them the Hillbillies in the Holler sent you. And we're back. All right. Well, <laughs> so we've been talking about the crazy stuff that happened to us yesterday. And now you gotta we're save down, the best for last. And we're down to bigging. Oh, I have laughed. I have laughed. I have told this, and I, every time I think about it, I've laughed. I can't even think about it because, and I can't I tell it like he can. But oh, I picture it in my head, folks. <laughs> this is one of the things. I don't know if you have a save button on this podcast. This is one of the things you're gonna want to. Find a way to save it because you're going to want to text it to your friends and everything. So you ain't going to believe this. Share this with your friends. Absolutely. Oh my you can goodness. share. There's a way to share a podcast. Say, listen to this. Just go to the third section. Yeah. Well, what happened, Biggins? Well, I was going to this little show and I'm going to save me some money on hotels and stuff. So I got a pop up camper for 500 bucks. And, now, uh, let's explain to those who don't know. <laughs> a pop up. A pop-up camper. <laughs> if if Boo can gather himself, uh, a pop-up camper is one of those little campers that you haul behind a car or a truck that's like two wheels and a flat area, and that you you unhook it from the thing and you pop up the middle, and then you've got a little tent on wheels on two wheels that you can sleep in. Yeah, it's got two wheels on it, but it's also got little legs. Well, right. I figured so, that out later. Yeah, okay. So tell us, <laughs> tell us what happened there, Well, well get up. I was going to get me some tars for it because it's been setting up. Now, I know in that description it sounds like a pop-up might be luxurious, but a $500 <laughs> pop-up is it, not. It's, <laughs> it's far from luxurious. You yes. money. So the dry rotted tars, I'm easing up there, and I called the Walmart up in Johnson City. Not Walmart. The Walmart. the Walmart. Yeah, the Walmart up there in Johnson City. I called them, and they was like, yeah, we got some tars for it. Well, I get up there, and they ain't got no tars for it. So now I'm done all the way up yonder, and so I got to drive 50 miles an hour the whole way, because everywhere I stop, ain't nobody got no tars in 50. So on these dry, rotted tars, I done run 600 miles at 50 miles an hour. I get there, and it's like 8 o'clock at night, and there's coming a, I mean, a frog strangler. Out there, it's it, a it's bad rainstorm. Storm <laughs> for our listeners up north. We got subtitles for podcast. I'm late getting there, man. Man, Corey, it, it, we're late getting there. So all the <laughs> okay, campus. Now, so who's with you? Corey Paul, he was with me. What well, Maldine would you? Uh, no, Maldine didn't go with me. Just Corey. On that, it's just Corey. <laughs> okay. And they, but I pulled up. And all the camping spots is gone, so they just gonna put me right by the road. I mean, like I'm a foot from the road, right there. I ain't never set this stupid thing up before. It's coming a flood out there, and they make you unhook your truck and move it to the other side, so it's just my little camper, and I let the jack down on the front, on the tongue, let it down. Well, I get out there, and I got me a drill. It's still raining. And yeah, it was pouring rain, because I bought me one of them attachments that goes on it. You can put your socket on there, because I ain't got no jack right. for the back. You got to put a socket up in there. So I run it up in there, that drill went, yeah. <laughs> that is the sound of a yeah. malfunctioning drill. Yeah, it, it raised up about two inches, and it's got to go up about five foot. <coughs> right 
So I get the ratchet out in pouring rain. And every time you run it around on that ratchet, it'll go up about an eighth of an inch. Pour down like right. that. Yeah. And you're going five feet. Yeah. So I done been out here about an hour and a half. And I swap it off to Corey. I'm like, hey, you got to get it a little you're bit. Soaked. He starts to jacking up on it, you know, and he gets it to where it looks like it's all the way raised out. He said, I think that's it. And he turned loose that ratchet. What he did. Oh, no. About a foot and a half before he caught it right there. Oh, my he God. goes back jacking up and gets where we was at last time, and then he give it another good <coughs> turn or two, and it clicked where it's supposed to stay up at. You got to pull the beds out on each side of it. They go way out over the camper, you know. We get them pulled out, and I'm like, forget all them jacks and braces. Let's just get in there and, and dry off a minute. Jacks and braces are those legs we were talking about. Yeah. So we- now let's all recap. <laughs> Megan, after two hours in the rain getting his camper set up, is now sleeping on two worn-out wheels and the uh, jack underneath the tongue of the trailer. Yeah. That's so not, you got a three-point connection. Up. Yeah. Not set up. Well, it... it, it Best you can It get. didn't seem like a bad idea at the time. It didn't. <laughs> uh, and yet... Uh, we get in our uh, drying off, <coughs> and, you know, the beds go way out over the front of it, way out there. And so as long as Corey was sitting on that bed and I was sitting on this, and everything was fine. <laughs> and there. And, but Corey got up in the bed and rolled out toward the back of that bed, which put all the weight on that end except me on this end. <laughs> well, about, I don't know, it was about you told 4, me o'clock, 4 o'clock morning, yeah. I got up, and I was going to go to the bathroom. There's an outhouse right outside you right there. And when I crossed that axle mm-hmm. on there... That sucker rared up like that, <laughs> and we took off rolling down the hill. Hi, Silver! Corey done rolled out of the back because ain't nothing but canvas. He's hanging half out of the back, scratching the ground like this. <laughs> it goes down through there. So finally, I just dive out of the camper, out of the door of the camper, and hit the ground and roll. When I dive, that camper come down and says, wham! It slingshotted Corey halfway through the top. Wow! He hit the back, come back down to bed, clean there. Camper rolled by another foot before it stopped. <laughs> so, I wish we uh, had a camera on that. You know what a pop-up is? <laughs> I think that's why they call it a pop up. Because you walk across that axle, that baby will pop up. Off you go. By golly, she going to pop up. I've laughed picturing you holding on that wall and that thing rolling down there and you not even know where you're going to eat. No, you don't know. You're like, please, God. And we're in a car show. You're like, please, for the love of God, don't let them have one of them $50,000 cars. It's like a bad game of frog. Yeah, because my $500 camper fit to tear the hell out of it. Folks, if we ever make the Hillbillies in the Holler movie that we're hoping to make, this will be a scene in that movie. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's funny. So, when that left foot stepped over that axe. Just a second. I mean, just one foot. As soon as I stepped over, it was like you did one of them funny car drag cars. Somebody hit the guy. That sucker stood up. When it stands up. You fall like this, Corner. Corner went all the way out the back, so now there's a bunch of weight on that end. Yeah. And the tongue's sitting up my and we're cruising down to there. Down there. So finally I just had to kind of roll and dive out the door. Oh I hit the ground road about twice and when I did, 
the front end come down and it slingshot and caught it up. It slingshot him up and he hit the fiberglass part and top and laid back down the bed real quick. Best five hundred dollars. Smacked his head right there. Son, oh I'm gonna tell you what. That's woo, on the biggins. And that was all yesterday. Yeah. That's just yesterday, folks. folks that's a lot of fun. Welcome this is people. World. People ask us. They say, "How do you come up with your comedy?" So we just, uh, just wake up in the morning and uh, get dressed and go about your day. Tell you what happened. <laughs> I was telling somebody the other day they couldn't believe it. I said, it's a fact of my hand up. Berman, Berman went to a, a yard a yard sale and bought a bulletproof vest for five dollars. He put, did. Put, it's a true yeah. story. Put it on I, and big and shiny. To see if it worked. And it worked. I saw the bruise. Yeah. yeah. Boo Boo said, Well, why didn't you just put it on a tree? Shooting to the tree. Just shooting to the tree. And Berman said, Berman said, Well, I already had it on. <laughs> he said, I, I thought about that, but by that point, I already had it on. Megan still won't go all that trouble. <laughs> Uh, I was ready to shoot. I didn't have another five minutes waiting on him putting on something else. I got to go store. Well, we didn't know what it was. We couldn't tell. If it was going to work for real or how much pressure on that tree we needed to. Man, I saw the bruise. This yellow, purple, orange, everything. Bless his heart. Now, this wasn't yesterday. That was a while yeah, back. Yeah, that wasn't yesterday. So, Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, Woo! thank you so much for listening. Uh, be sure and leave us a review. Share this with your friends. Tell them, come on over here and be one of our cousins in the holler. <laughs> You're all our cousins, and we appreciate you. Uh be sure and give us those reviews on Apple Podcast and uh, uh, follow us on uh, the uh, social media at Hillbillies and the Holler at Moonshiners Life and at Meet Buford. Come and see us October 8th and 9th at Hazard Fest in Greenville, Tennessee. Support our sponsors. Support our sponsors, BigfootSearchGear.com and CallFeeAndSugar.com. And uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? It is until we talk about what happens tomorrow. I know, right? <laughs> so in the meantime, That's I'm Buford. the rest of the story. <laughs> and I'm Boo-Boo. And I'm Biggie. Y'all be good to each other. You've been listening to Three Hillbillies on a Couch, live from downtown Boogertown. You can follow us on social media at Hillbillies in the Holler, at Moonshiners Life, and at Meet Buford. Y'all come back now.